And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the only podcast on the internet where I sit down behind a microphone and tell you about the stuff that happened to me. Uh, it's not the only podcast, actually. The, the application, I guess, does that as well. Here we are recording another f- podcast on my phone, mostly because I know today is going to be very long and I won't be able to sit down behind a microphone or in front of a camera, in front of a proper camera. Uh, I don't know how this looks. <laughs> I, if you're watching the video version, you see that I am talking into my phone again. And you also see that, I don't, I don't know why I'm screaming. You also see that I do have a camera on me this week. It is the GoPro sitting on the dashboard <laughs> of my car. I am at my dentist's office and I have an appointment in tw- 19 minutes and I got to go in there. So we'll even see if this is a full episode. Uh, might even take a break ha- halfway through, <laughs> like we usually do. Uh, but I, I, I'm doing this. No matter what happens, I will do the constitutionals. I will do news time. I will do the application. Last night I did the application, and it was, I would say, uh, not the best episode because I, I felt sick. My stomach was hurting me. And it, here we are. Now, now that I said that, I mentioned this yesterday in the application. I had, last week I had a cold. That cold turned into, like, I had, a, I had a throat thing. It was, my throat was hurting. Then that throat thing turned into a cold. The cold turned into a sinus headache Monday. And then between Monday and Tuesday, that turned into a stomach-like issue. My stomach was hurting. And I woke up. Stomach hurt just a little bit. Did, and now it doesn't hurt. But now it's worked its way back up to my face. And now my jaw hurts. So I think it's another sinus thing. What is going on? I made the joke last night that uh, I'm like, I, I never feel this way. Anyway, welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. Uh, you can see where my life is right now. <laughs> you know, I have to carry around this GoPro and whatnot. I did find uh, my, I have, I have a contracting gig. And I did find, I'm not going to tell you where. <laughs> I did find that there are offices there that are specifically made for phone calls. <laughs> Like it's a small, it's a small little office that's probably the size of the front, the two front seat of my car, the two front seat of my car, and uh, you can you go in there, you sit down. There's a phone in there, there's a chair, and you sit down, and I mean, and that, and it's, and you close the door, the close the glass pane. People can still see you, but it is specifically made for talking on the phone. And I really want to use it for talking on a podcast. And since I'm working, since I work midday to late night, I guess I can just go in there and do it. Not late night. It's early, early evening. No, it's, it's, it's midnight, <laughs> midnight, but not midnight. Uh, next week I'll be working 3 a.m. to 11 a.m. Holy moly. Too much in my life. Uh, let's go down to, with these things before I have to go inside. All right, so I saw a couple of movies this past week, and of course, obviously, I watched The Long Dumb Road with Jason Manzukis and uh, what is that guy's name? The Long Dumb Road. It's a very funny movie. I, th- I thought it was a very great movie. I expected, I thought it was going to be a little bit more slapdash, a little less let heart. Less heart. I thought Jason Manzukis' character was going to be, it's Tony Rev- Revolori. Very funny guy. I thought Jason Manzukis' character was going to, uh, and I'm not ruining anything by saying this, but who's going to, you know, backstab Tony, and Tony was just going to take it. Uh, but he didn't. Uh, this movie was directed by Hannah Fidel, did a wonderful job. She wrote it alongside Carson D. Mel, and uh, it has not grossed a lot of money. <laughs> it has grossed less money. <laughs> it's grossed about half of what I've made this year, <laughs> which is not good, guys, uh, at this point in time. 
Tasia Far. All right, so it's a road trip movie where uh, Tony Revolori's character is going to college, driving across the country, and he picks up a hitchhiker uh, in Jason Manzoukas, and then this hitchhiker gets him into crazy shenanigans. They meet people along the way. Tasia Famiga, uh, Formiga, Grace Gummer, Casey Wilson, uh, Ron Livingston, they all do a, an exceptional job. Ron Livingston's character, uh, I mean, I, I guess I feel like he was shoehorned in there but for the story purposes. You know, in the second parts when he, he, shows, he shows up twice. But it's a very funny movie. This and The ending is, uh, no one dies or anything, but it's kind of what you expect, you know, for, for these two characters. But... It's very, it's very fun. It's very funny. Uh, I urge you to watch it. I assume it's going to be streaming at some point. You know, maybe on Hulu. I can only see it being on Hulu. You know, sorry to bother you is on Hulu right now. Very excited. I just rented uh, Blind Spotting. Blind Spotting with uh, David Diggs. I'm so excited to watch that movie. I also have rented The Death of Stalin for the second time because the first time I forgot to watch it and it expired. I have until December 17th. It gives me two more weeks. I got to watch it. I just remembered that I had it. Very funny movie, Long Done Road. Speaking of Death of Stalin, that's on my list. I don't know why it's on here because I didn't want to watch it. Uh, I've been watching the She-Ra show on Netflix as well. Uh, the new She-Ra is the reboot uh, created by someone who's my age and... Uh, <laughs> It doesn't hurt because I'm excited that she's doing this. Uh, it's created by Noelle Stevenson, who has done a ton of work on. I'm pick, I'm pulling up her work right now. I promise you. <laughs> on uh, she's done some like online drawings and stuff. I think she's worked on Wander Over Yonder, and uh, but then yeah, she created. She's the EP of the DreamWorks show She-Ra uh, and the and the Princess of Power. Uh, it's a it's a really great show. It's it's just like Voltron. Uh, except it's She-Ra. It's the same animation, the same type of comedic style, and uh, it stars. Let's see. It's very. It's a very good cast, and it's very diverse, which is something you don't expect for any show any, anymore. But uh, Amy Carrero, uh, who is you could you could see her. I think she's on a. She's oh she's the uh, Elena of Avalor. 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 <laughs> she's Princess Elena, and she was on Young and Hungry. Wonderful person who is uh, doing a really bang-up job. I was going to say spank-down spank job, but it doesn't make sense. Also, I think that was way too sexual, <laughs> spank-down. Uh, Karen Fukuhara is uh, Glimmer. AJ Machalka is Katra, the arch-nemesis of She-Ra. And there's a really good dynamic between Katra and She-Ra because the, uh, at the, in, the, in the premiere of the show, uh, Adora, or She-Ra, is the is on the bad guy's side and you're paint and like her entire life she's been painted as seeing she's been seeing princesses as the bad the bad people and that's what and it's and i don't know if this is what they were aiming for but within the first five minutes uh when you when when adora and katra and her team or their train team is tra is training inside the simulator and they and they say these princesses are coming to kill you these uh evil princesses you kind of think oh yeah princesses might be evil in this world and we might just be following <laughs> if you hadn't seen she-ra the 1987 cartoon then that's what you would uh be thinking i believe it was 1987 also i don't really care 1985 <laughs> anyway aj machalka my future wife she did a great job does a great job uh marcus scribner from uh blackish fantastic job and then there's just a bunch lauren ash is in there who i th i thought lauren ash's character was uh um, nicole sullivan 
that, that's that's only for me. Genesis Rodriguez, Vela Lovell, uh, so many, so many different. Greg Griffin's in there. You could definitely tell it's Greg Griffin. Uh, Sandra O, Adam Ray. Oh wow, good room. Uh, so. <laughs> So many great people in the show. Uh, it's a real, it's a real page turner. If it was a comic book, it'd be a real page turner. Really interesting. I'm enjoying my time with it. I'm on episode. I'm on the final episode of the season so far, uh, and I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, and it really, it sparked an idea in me that I would love to do a reboot of He-Man. I mean, if you're going to bring back Voltron, you're going to bring back She-Ra, you might as well bring back He-Man. And I have an idea for He-Man, and I don't even know if I'll, I'll write it, but uh, actually, I don't know, maybe. But the, my idea is that... The, so the, the, the crux of the story is Adora and Glimmer and Bo, the main characters, uh, go out and find... I hope you cannot hear that truck that just passed by. <laughs> I'm not driving, I'm parked, if you can't see me. But uh, Adora, Glimmer, and Bo, they go out... And they search for these princesses to create a princess rebellion with the kingdoms and everything, like a water princess and uh, a, a technological princess. <laughs> All these different princesses. And uh, I was thinking maybe they go out, they hear about another princess colony. They go out. They find... Uh, an all-male colony like an all just all dudes and they're all just like rough and tough and playing football it's like uh um lord of flies but with all dudes and they're like just is lord of flies all men all boys i don't know i haven't read that book in a minute but they uh they they're like destroying like the trees around them they're destroying their home and i think that'd be a really good thing and then so then uh but he but uh adam or he-man he is, he's like this giant hulking guy, voiced by me, of course, and Adora feels his connection with him. Uh, backstory, She-Ra and uh, He-Man are brother and sister, and so they feel, this, they feel like, they feel connected to each other, and, uh, and Glimmer keeps thinking, like, oh, she has a crush on him, she has a crush on him, and then they follow He-Man, He-Man's this really douchey guy, they follow He-Man back to his, to his, uh, <laughs> to his place, he lives alone, his little, his little hut. And then he turns back into the scrawny Prince Adam. <laughs> and they're like, oh, you lied to us. And then eventually, you know, they they say, oh, you have the same sword as me. And like, and, you know, She-Ra and Adam hit it off. And they become brother and sister again. I think that'd be really interesting. Uh, if you like that idea, if I should write it, then tell me. <laughs> Uh, moving on, I always late with Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan has a talk show on ESPN Plus, which I did not know existed. I knew ESPN Plus existed. It's a five dollar streaming uh, thing for ESPN. Disney Plus is coming out next month, something like that, or in a month or so, in a few months, and that's gonna I assume be five to eight dollars, something like that. Competitively priced is what they've been saying. And uh, Katie Nolan has a show. There's nothing you can find on it. You just, but you can find clips with um, with Katie on on ESPN's uh, YouTube page, and they're like the long clips, like you know how like uh, John Oliver or Hasan Minaj or uh, Samantha Bee, they'll upload their long form pieces on YouTube from the show, and I mean it's a it's a late night show, but with sports. And Katie Nolan, of course, if you don't know who she is, she's uh, a wonderful presenter. And it's, uh, it's, I'm glad she has a show. I like her. She's a very interesting person. Uh, but I don't know that this show needs to be <laughs> and, uh, styled in late night form. Uh, and, it's, and it's only on ESPN Plus, which is, 
Yeah, that makes sense. That it's on ESPN Plus and nothing else. But it's a very it's a it's a fun show. I can I can tell you that much. I watched a segment from it, and I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if it's something that I would pay for ESPN Plus for. But again, ESPN Plus is five dollars. You can watch all the ESPN you want. If Disney didn't own ESPN, I think ESPN would be dead and gone by this point. But Disney's trying to get their hands in everything. But she always she has guests. She has and it's I I well I can't stress this enough. It's just like a late night show, but with sports. Remember Sports Soup and uh, who hosted that? Matt. Uh, I interviewed him. Matt. Um, I'm not gonna look it up. I have my phone in my head. I look up. I gotta look it up. Sports Soup. Who hosted that? I feel so dumb for not knowing this. We're we are Matt Eisman. <laughs> I don't say we're friends, but we're not. But that this is how the show kind of it, it, I mean it, it gives off the air of that of uh, hey we're jocks and we're gonna talk and Katie Nolan is a jock because she likes sports <laughs> and we're gonna talk about this uh, this thing this sports thing and make it accessible to everybody because that's how that's kind of how sports suit was even though it was a show that was about uh, making it's like the soup talk soup whatever but it's a very fun show I had a good time. Uh, definitely check it out if you want to. It's on, like I said, YouTube, all that stuff. So there you go. Uh, hey, listen, I gotta go inside <laughs> for this for this thing for this uh, dentist appointment. That I had to drive way out of my way for before I head into the office. But we're gonna take a break, and then I'll come back with the last two topics. I don't know if it'll be in my car. It might be in one of those rooms I told you about, but I think it'll be really cool if I can get one of those rooms. I just don't want people looking at me. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's only he's only worked here for a couple of weeks. How dare he? Would that be funny? Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. We're going to go right into the second segment after this. I appreciate you. You're the best. We'll see you in a second. Bye. Take a break. And welcome back to the podcast. This is the Constitutionals. If you didn't know, if you came in for some reason halfway through the episode, uh, I want to tell you, I got done with my dentist appointment, drove to work about half an hour early. I laid back for about 15 minutes, took a sweet, sweet nap. It wasn't even a nap all the way. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Really quick, yesterday I'm sitting there at work. No. When did I figure this out? Anyway, yesterday I'm sitting there doing something. I look, I'm scrolling through my news feed, taking a little break from whatever I'm doing, and I find out that uh, Chevy has decided to axe uh, a bunch of cars, the Chevy Impala, which you hear about in rap songs in the 90s, Chevy Impala, let's see what else, the Chevy Cruze, the Buick LaCrosse, Cadillac uh, CT6. Most importantly, they're axing the Chevy Volt, which is the very car. I know, baby. I, it, just, it just reacted. The very car that I am sitting in right now. Chevy Volt is going to uh, halt production in uh, early 2019. They're closing down. GM is closing down the uh, a, a plant, a bunch of plants, but one of them makes the Volt. And it's, all, it's because those cars really weren't selling. They're going to shift just like Ford. If you don't know, Ford uh, shifted to trucks, SUVs, and crossovers. Uh, because that's what Americans are buying. But one of my biggest issues is the Volt is a is a fantastic car for pretty much anybody. It's got a battery that can go between 30 and 50 miles 
on just a single charge. You know, mine is an old one, so it goes about 30, 35. And then uh, we then we have gas. We have a gasoline tank that can that when mixed with a battery can take you what three hundred something miles, which is insane. I can get from here to Nashville on one if I had one charge in one tank during the uh, summer months. Which is which is crazy uh, to say the least, but it sucks that that these cars are being destroyed. Not destroyed. They're ending. Uh, they're being. So uh, here's so one of the things is uh, that GM said that they will be supplying parts until 2020, something like that, or 2025. One of those years. That's what I that's what I read uh, from somebody. The, I'm getting the story from Jalopnik. That is, I believe, owned by Kotaku and AV Club, the same company that owns them, because they have the same website design, uh, which is egregious. Uh, but yeah, like I said, Ford and Fiat Chrysler, they are doing SUV and truck, as are as is GM. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if another car company went that way as well. And it, and it really, it truly sucks because this car is fantastic. There's, as you can see, there's plenty of room. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, but there's plenty of room back there, and uh, it's got the back seats. Uh, mine's a 2012, so there is no middle seat because the battery runs through here, but it's still fine. I mean, that's a hatchback. I, I genuinely love this car. That being said, uh, there's a big wind dam on the underside of the car, and uh, since mine's a 2012, so they came with these uh, super long wind dams, and and now it just kind of mine mine is like I hit a I hit something. Not I didn't hit anything, but I hit like a. Uh, a little uh one of those parking bumps and i went up too far and the wind dam uh scratched off broke off and so now half of it's hanging off but other than that it's a fantastic car and it sucks because you don't want you don't want a car that is so like i said in 2020 or 2025 uh gm is not going to have any more parts for volts they're not gonna so uh if so if i if i if i take my car to a i just saw somebody running into the office building <laughs> I am at a I'm at a, a TV job, but it's run out of an office building, and I just saw somebody running. Anyway, but if your car is an end of life, uh, which is, I had to read about this, if your car is end of life and they don't supply the parts anymore, so if like in 2022, if I can't get if there's something wrong with the I don't know the battery, and I can't get another good battery, then the car is gone forever. <laughs> So it really sucks that that I had to that this has to happen. Uh, I really wish they would have advertised the Volt more. I mean, now they have the Bolt, but that's a completely electric vehicle, and that's impractical for anybody, for me especially, uh, for people like me who only have one car. Um, and and then so I, as soon as I read that, it was Monday I found this out because I was at home. Uh, it was and as soon as I read that, I started looking up other hybrid vehicles. I plug-in hybrid vehicles uh, properly. Excuse, like that's what I want. Uh, and the and the only ones I you know that's that includes like what a Prius and I don't want a Prius. Prius is you know they don't have enough. The reason I got the Volt, you know, over the Prius was because it had just a little bit more torque. And so I want to I want to be able to to appear fast because I used to have a Mustang. I want to be able to. Uh, it was a very crappy Mustang, but it was a Mustang nonetheless. I want to be able to appear fast, but also still have a safe car. And it sucks. It really does. It blows that this is happening like this. Uh, and so what I what I landed on is a plug-in hybrid. It's not. It's barely a hybrid. It's 
<laughs> it's barely a plug-in hybrid, really. It is, uh, I think it's the, uh, crap. The Volvo XC-T90, something like that. It's a plug-in hybrid. It, I think the battery gets it to like 11 miles, which sucks, but whatever. Whatever, we'll figure it out. Hopefully by, I figure by the time I'll ha I have this paid off in, you know, in two, a couple years, that I will, uh, that there will be more plug-in hybrids or something comparable. You know, there's a hybrid that was ju uh, just announced. A company announced a couple of hybrids, like a hybrid truck and a hybrid SUV that go 417 miles on a single charge. So we'll see what happens. But I, I got to move on really quick. <laughs> Let's spend the last seven minutes of this show talking about YouTube. So YouTube, I've mentioned them before, very great company. Uh, they are switching out. They, so uh, earlier this year, about eight months ago, they had do not park next to me. <laughs> they had, uh, they had a, uh, they started, they started bringing in more shows. They have YouTube premium. They changed YouTube red to YouTube premium. They have a bunch of new shows and, um, like step up high water. I believe this was called, um, Ryan Hansen solves crimes on TV. And uh, what's the one at uh, Cobra Kai, which is the Karate Kid spinoff? And um, do you want to see a dead body starring Rob Hubel and a bunch of other famous people? There's a, they're all good shows. They're, and they have this new show that came out called Origins. And, and then they have another one called... Sorry, the, for some reason my phone stopped recording. It just said voice recorder stopped. Anyway, uh, YouTube Red. YouTube Premium. This is what it's called now. So they uh, gave it a price hike from $10 to $12. And they, and they, have, all these, they have all these pretty much decent shows. But then a lot of them are from their YouTube people. <laughs> well, you know, I feel about that, making content. Uh, but uh, so, so they have all these shows. Uh, I guess nothing proved fruitful for them because... Uh, after eight months or so, they're shifting all of their paid programming to free uh, that's going to be ad-supported. So who's to say what YouTube Premium is going to be? But they haven't released numbers <laughs> for YouTube Premium. And YouTube Premium is free with uh, people who pay for Google Play Music and who pay for YouTube Music uh, for the $10 version. So, and, you know, your grandfather's in at that price um, versus paying the $12. But... Who, but with, but I say, okay, so without YouTube Premium having these these shows that are just for YouTube Premium, what do you have? What do you get with YouTube Premium? Is what I'm saying. You get uh, no ads, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> and Google Play Music uh, or YouTube Music soon. But by 2020, the Premium Originals uh, and ad existing ad supported initiatives into a single programming effort uh, that will provide free ad supported windows for YouTube users. So all the movies they have, the Liza Kashi TV shows, the uh, Jared Jared Logan is that his name? J Jared Logan, yeah, I think so. Logan Jared, that guy, the douche, the blonde guy. Uh, here's a quote from a YouTube spokesperson. By any measure, 2018 was a breakout year for YouTube Premium and YouTube Originals. Uh, expanded, launched over 50 scripted, unscripted shows, collected eight nom Emmy nominations, and over 30 industry awards. As we get to 2019, we will continue to invest in scripted programming, not really, and shift to make our YouTube Originals ad-supported to meet the growing demand of more global fan base. This next phase of our original strategy will expand, to, expand the audience of our YouTube Original creators and provide 
advertising with incredible content that reaches the YouTube generation. I hate that term so much. They, uh, they started doing this. This is what I'm reading. This is the article from The Rat, but I think The Hollywood Reporter had the exclusive. Uh, YouTube first began experimenting with ad-supported content in 2017 with shows like Ellen's Show... Uh, Ellen's show more, me more show. I got an email, sorry. And continued in 2018 with Kevin Hart, What the Fit, and I am Demi Lovato. So those shows were YouTube premium, uh, even though they weren't behind the the paywall. Uh, this is from the rap. By making all of its original programming available for no charge, the site is providing its more than 2 billion users a better opportunity to experience and engage with its original content. YouTube premium, which includes access to thousands of songs, will... Okay, hold on. This is wrong. <laughs> First of all, YouTube Premium does not have access to the songs. It's a whole different service. YouTube Music is what has the songs, and it's more than thousands because it's everything that's on Google Play Music eventually. Will now be reserved for those who want to binge watch content without ads. Ugh, I just, I hated the last sentence entirely. But that's how it goes. I don't, it's very, it's frustrating because... These shows can live. They just need to find a better way of... I mean, I guess this is great. I mean, they're not, you're not ending any shows. Which, but, I, but, like I, but like I said, these shows that I mentioned before, uh, with, this, with the exception of Step Up, but Ryan Hansen solves crimes on television. Don't, uh, do you want to see a dead body? Uh, I don't think shows like that are going to be coming back, which really sucks because they're very fun and, uh, dare I say, good shows. Dare I say, I dare say they're good shows. I like Ryan Hansen. That's the reason I watch his show. And they've got uh, the woman uh, from Orange is the New Black and You're the Worst who played the therapist. She's in that show as well. She's a good actress. Very funny people. Very funny people. And do you want to see a dead body? Rob Hubel is a uh, funny comedian. I was going to say it's he's too good for that service, but then I realized anybody sh- should be able to work for anything. So... <laughs> That really sucks. It really, truly blows that YouTube is going this route. And you know, as I said, I do. I, I they're they're gonna they're gonna start focusing away from scripted and go right into unscripted. And they're just gonna fall around their YouTubers, and it's which is an issue in itself. But whatever. There's that. So there you go. That's all you get with YouTube. There's just too many streaming options, and then there are three mega streaming options, which are uh, Netflix, Amazon, and Hulu, and even Hulu's getting a short uh, short shift, short shift. Uh, but it's it really sucks because YouTube could have been a major player in that space, um, and they just need to know they just needed to, to access this stuff better. I mean, Google is one of the biggest companies in the world, besides Apple and Disney. And all three have streaming services. So we'll see where that takes us. You know, and also, uh, with Apple making all of these Apple TV shows, where are people are supposed to watch this stuff? I don't even know where you can watch uh, James Corden's, com- uh, not Communities and Cars, get a coffee. Uh, Sing Along, Carpool Karaoke. Karaoke. I don't know where you can watch that. I know you watch it on Apple devices, but how? Where? Do you watch it on Apple Music? This is what Apple should have done. I know I've said this before is they, they have the shows, they make the shows, make a production house, produce the shows, sell it to Hulu, sell it to Amazon, sell it to Netflix. I get that they want all the money for themselves, 
but you get more. Yeah, you'll it'll be better for you in the long run. Because if I have to, I can't, it's the same thing with DC Nation or whatever the heck that that thing is. I love DC Comics. I would love to watch their stuff. I would love to watch Young Justice. They have the trailer that came out, and they're going to release three episodes every Friday until January 25th. Uh, I, I really wish there was an easier way to watch that show because I'm not going to watch it on my laptop. I'm not going to watch it on my phone. I'm not doing that. I just <laughs> create an Amazon channel at, to the very least. And that's super easy. CBS does it. <laughs> okay. I got to go to work. I'm, I'm a minute late. Listen, if you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to cpluscomedy.com where there's some interviews coming out. I promise, I swear to God, there's some interviews coming out. Uh, Ryan Sickler, I'll name him. And, uh, oh, I forgot the other guy. Who, who cares? And that's coming soon. Hopefully Friday. We'll see what happens. And then... Uh, <laughs> Head on over to the website, peoplescomedy.com. What am I talking about? What is this, sh- what is this show? The Constitutionals? I forget what this show is. Listen to the application podcast. Pray that I get this job at WABE. Uh, like I said, it's late in the week. I think I said this on application last night. It's late in the week, and I doubt I'm getting the job at this point. <laughs> so it makes me feel bad that I made 80 episodes of that show, 50 episodes of that show. I'm on 80-something here. And then uh, you can always head to uh, youtube.com slash comedy where you can watch the video version of this show if you want to see me sit in my car and talking to my phone. Uh, and the, uh, what else? What, what else? What else? Oh, uh, News Time lives on that. This week's News Time is really, really good. It's really well produced. It's about it's about a topic I did not want to cover. It's, uh, it's covering uh, Megyn Kelly's uh, contract dispute with NBC. So we got that going for us. So definitely check that out. It's a really good episode. I mean that with my entire heart. Uh, and then, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, see. we'll we have two more news times for the rest of the year, and then we have a bunch of pre-recorded things that I will be happy to not deal with. What else? Follow us on Twitter at Seaples Comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Instagram at C plus comedy. Follow me on Instagram at Chad Black White if you want to see me nude sometimes. That's it. I gotta go. We'll see you later, baby. Thank you for listening and watching.